Sony. Welcome, Canada, to another uh, Canadian Common Sense rant. I'm Lewis, out here in beautiful BC. <sighs> this is a rant that I've been wanting to make for a couple of days since uh, Sunday. The BC government and the federal government had the senior ministers meet with the uh, wet sweat and uh, hereditary chiefs, which, by the way, we're finding out quite a bit about lately. Uh, we're finding out that these hereditary chiefs actually became uh, hereditary chiefs because they stripped three female hereditary chiefs of their titles and gave them to themselves. So there is actually some controversy about the legitimacy of their hereditary titles. Yet the government has given them credibility and has given them uh, authority by meeting with them and coming up with a new agreement. An agreement, by the way, that was already agreed to by the elected banding uh, council and chief. So now this agreement supersedes the previous agreement that people who are actually elected to represent the uh, Wet'suwet'en people by people that aren't even elected, aren't, they have, you know, they got their titles in a controversial way and have been breaking the law for a month. Way to legitimize crime. I mean, am I the only one who sees a problem with this? We're legitimizing, we as in the government, is are legitimizing criminal activity and saying this is a an acceptable a negotiating tactic. Because I guarantee you nobody is getting charged after all this. And we've had you know, 1,500 rail workers lose their jobs over it. The Canadian economy has taken, you know, billion-dollar hit because of it. The, you know, many, many people have had a difficult time getting to work or home, and some haven't even been able to get to work. Like, they've had to stay home. And thankfully, you know, people haven't, more people haven't lost their jobs because of this. But 1,500 people have. How many of those people get rehired? It's a whole other question. But we still have the blockades. They haven't come down. We have this supposed agreement on Sunday that, by the way, our government, the BC government and the federal government 
will not and refuse to release details of it to the public. This makes me wonder, what are they hiding? What did they agree to that they don't want us to know? They want the Wet'suwet'en people to be the first people to know what's in it. But here's my problem with that. Whatever the Wet'suwet'en people are getting means it's something that the government has to give up. And the government is not some entity that has no impact on the rest of Canada. The rest of Canada is the government. We, we finance the government. So whatever they're giving up is ours. It's Canada's. So whatever Canada is giving up here, we need to know about it. We need to have a say in this. Why is this only up to the Wet'suwet'en people? If they accept it or not. Like Canadians need to be able to say. Yeah, okay, I agree. We're okay with this. Or, wait a minute. No. No, we're giving up way too much. You can't. You can't run a country like this. This is, this is crazy. I mean, taxpayers have a right to know what it is that we're giving up. And if we're only going to find out after it gets accepted or not, like, I'm sorry, that's not acceptable. Especially when it was when it was uh, negotiated in bad faith. <laughs> I mean, illegal blockades. And yes, I'm going to say it. Domestic terrorism. Because they have disrupted our economy. The protesters have uh, attempted to tr set trains on fire as they're passing by. I mean, that's terrorism. They have prevented government officials from getting to work in Victoria. I mean, this there's there is nothing okay about what has been going on. Nothing. And, the, and, and, and if this was about, you know, legitimate grievances that they went about, uh, and that, that, that legitimate leaders had that, that they felt were not being addressed, fine, fine, that's one thing. But these leaders are hereditary. And even that is in dispute. I mean, I, I, I know several First Nations people. I grew up with First Nations neighbors. None of them 
want to be governed by people who assume their title because of their birth. They're the same as the rest of us. We don't want a monarchy. They want to be ruled by the people they choose in an election. So to me, this, there's so much wrong with this. It's, it's, it's baffling to me how we got to this point. I mean, we have a police force that isn't, you know, enforcing the rule of law. We have a government that is legitimizing illegal activity and we're all supposed to just sit back and and go okay do whatever you need to do no no we need to be involved in this every canadian needs to be involved in this whether it's just being informed so that we can you know have our own mind made up not not have someone make it up for us I really think that Canada is on, is, is a, we're on the verge of something big and not something big in a good way. I think Canada is like a tinderbox just ready to, uh, be ignited right now. I think we are very, very, very close to something really big and really bad happening. What that is, I don't know. I, um, I'm just, I am legitimately scared because tensions in this country are so high. National unity is probably at an all time low. I mean, 1995, when Quebec had their last referendum, it was bad. It was bad. But it was really one province that wanted to separate from the rest of the country. Now we have three provinces, maybe four, where there is a strong separation sentiment. I mean, we've got Alberta, Saskatchewan, Quebec, and believe it or not, there is some appetite for it in BC. Rural BC, but rural BC is most of BC. Not population-wise, but territorial-wise. I mean, it's like 65% of the population of BC is in like this tiny little area in the bottom southwest corner uh, in the Fraser Valley in Vancouver, Abbotsford, you know, that area, and a little bit on Vancouver Island on the southern tip in Victoria. Other than that, you know, we've got a province the size of, you know, four. European countries and uh, and there is a strong sentiment of uh, separation in the rest of the province because they've had enough too. 
whether or not that means separating from Vancouver and becoming its own province or just the whole province separating from Canada or joining Alberta and separating. I mean, there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of appetite for it. So don't kid yourself. This country is fragmented and this country is coming apart at the seams right now. And then we have a government that's just, you know, there is no leadership absolutely no leadership in this country. And you heard the member of parliament, Dan Albus, uh, a couple weeks ago talking about this on this very podcast. He says there is a lack of leadership. The leadership in this country is so weak. And we've seen it now. I mean, this whole thing with the wet sweating people, the, the leadership shown by Justin Trudeau, or, okay, let me rephrase that. The lack of leadership shown by Justin Trudeau is absolutely shocking. It's mind-blowingly shocking at how little leadership he has shown. Even I didn't think, and I have a very low opinion of him, an extremely low opinion of Justin Trudeau. He has done nothing in the four and a half years that he's been in office. Absolutely nothing. He has not accomplished one thing that hasn't been messed up. I mean, they legalized pot and messed that up. I mean, how do you mess up the legalizing of pot? I don't know. Just ask Justin Trudeau to do something if you want it messed up because that's what he does. He just messes everything up. He has not done a single thing in the past four and a half years that hasn't been messed up. And I mean, that's, that's not quite fair because he's only accomplished two or three things in four and a half years. The rest, he hasn't accomplished anything else. And maybe that's a good thing. Maybe it's a good thing. He hasn't, you know, actually achieved anything else because he's batting a thousand on messing up what he has achieved. So if he had done more, maybe he would have messed that up too. So maybe it's a good thing he hasn't actually achieved anything in this in his in his four and a half years so far. But this country is rudderless and it is heading for the rocks. And I am scared silly, and so should you.